Hello, welcome to another Tripod episode. I am Shama Godos and I am hosting you today. So if you are new here, welcome. If you are a returning listener, what's good? How are you doing? I hope you are having a wonderful day. I mean, I know I am. Last week we discussed the tips you could use to improve your content marketing. And some of you should already be putting these tips to use already. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I suggest you stop now and go and play last week's one before you come here because the knowledge last week was amazing. So for today's episode, we'll be discussing a Nigerian business owner's guide to content marketing. <laughs> I know when marketers hear Nigerian business, you know, they sort of get scared because the Nigerian audience has always been touted as one of a kind. Before we head on to, you know, discussing this guide, let's just talk a little bit about content marketing. So content marketing is simply the use of content to achieve your set marketing objectives. Content ranges from written articles to pictures to videos. If a human mind can consume it, it's content. The riches of content are expanding even into places like augmented reality. We're hearing about things like a metaverse and... If you do not feel the urgency to dip your foot into content marketing as a business, I, I don't know. I have, I have, I have a piece of land in the Atlantic Ocean to to sell to you. Really, you should be doing content marketing if you can. Why should you be doing content marketing? Because content marketing offers tremendous opportunities for businesses to boost their results and to create lasting connections with their audience by delivering valuable and relevant content to users. A business can improve its online reputation, build a community, and grow advocates of their brand. Let me just throw some statistics here, some real statistics about content marketing. Content marketing costs less than traditional marketing. Content marketing decreases cost by 62%. Sam Rush has reported that content marketing is 13 times more likely to generate ROI than traditional marketing. Content marketing can also drive 5 times more leads to your business. See, this should not come as a shock to anyone. You should not be shocked because digital marketing has been the trend for a long time. We found out that we are spending more hours online because it's it's cheaper, it's easy entertainment, and you're exposed to more things there. Coupled with remote work, digital is really the way forward. So if you are marketing online and you're doing you know content marketing, you stand a great chance of gaining more customers, converting more leads, and growing awareness of your business when you use a good content marketing strategy. In the next segment, we'll be talking about what you need to understand before you start content marketing to the Nigerian audience. So yeah, we're back at segment two. So obviously, when you want to sell to any audience, first thing you need to do is to understand your brand, you know, understand the position of your brand. So the Nigerian marketplace is just like any other market angle. It has a hierarchy and finding your place is, you know, will make things more easy or make things easier for you in the long run. With proper positioning, you can attract, you know, the kind of audiences you need in a Nigerian audience. So when you are looking at Nigerians and you know what you are offering as a business, right? So when you're looking at the Nigerian audience, you're looking at, I don't know, who are your existing and potential customers? You know, who are they? What are they? What are their attributes? Like, um, where do they live? Because somebody in Lagos is going to have completely different priorities from somebody in Abuja, even if they are doing the same thing. 
Um, a worker in Ibadan, for instance, often has more time than a worker in Lagos because that worker could be the worker in Lagos could be subjected to traffic. A worker in Jos will need like more sweaters than a worker in um, Portacourt because Jos is colder. So you need to know where they live in Nigeria, what's their tax bracket. If we can even get their state of origin, you might actually even be able to identify some things about. It. And obviously, because when you know who they are, as in you know the kind of experience that they are looking for. In positioning your brand, you also have to look at you know the competitive landscape. You study businesses, big or small, that are supplying what you are doing and may have similar audiences. You know, understand how it is now. In this sector that you are in now, do people want to um, patronize smaller businesses? Do they trust larger businesses? Ask now, this is your competitors, like how do they market their brands? What is your brand's unique value? That's another thing that you should also study when you are positioning your brand. Um, what can you offer Nigerians that they like? Is it cheaper prices? Is it a better product? Is it ease? Is it um, less documentation? That was the USPs or some loan apps. I mean, there were some that you know needed all six months of account history, but then you had like digital loan apps coming to say, no collateral. Sorry, yes, that's the word. You no, know, you want to take loans, you need collateral. They asked that no collateral involved. So there was that. So what's your unique value? What are you giving them that someone else is not giving them? It could, it may not just be one thing. It could be just a mix of things. Maybe, for instance, you sell food. Maybe everyone on the street is selling jollof rice and beans. So maybe you cannot start selling jollof rice and beans and stew but you take it to their office. So you see now that unique value is now a combination of you giving different things. So think of adding like maybe like services to your product that maybe could help you deliver unique value. Also answer the question of what problems your products help to solve. The Nigerian audience is riddled with a lot of problems and there are a lot of reasons why those problems are. So you need to understand this audience too. Like the people you are targeting now, what do they want to solve? By identifying their problems, you will know, be able to you know, market it as a better choice than what your competitors are offering. And this would form some of the highlights of your brand personality. So yes, positioning your brand is one thing that you should do before you, you know, start content marketing to Nigerians. Just know where your brand will be. It's very important. The Nigerian audience is really huge. Also, understand what is unique about the content you'll be giving to them. So now there's a the product and then there's now the content. So what's this content saying about your product? What is it telling them about your product? What is it adding to them? Are you going to deliver entertainment alone? Are you going to deliver education about brand? Are you going to deliver things that are going to you know, make their lives better? With the knowledge of the research you have done in the previous step, you'll be able to solve this. When you highlight what is unique about your content and you have this you know this thing about your content that everybody cannot get elsewhere you'll be able to make fine imprints upon your audience they can develop a craving for your content like if they've not seen you right for a while they'll be like uh-uh what's going on what's wrong with this business so i think the final question is you ask before you market to nigerian audience using content marketing is why do you want to do content marketing like what do you want to get from it is it right for your brand this is the point where you ask yourself if you've identified your business goals. Very important. Content marketing is not going to help you identify your business goals. Identify your business goals first. Because if content marketing will help you achieve these business goals that you've identified, then you should just get on it right away. Content marketing is not an end. It is just a means to an end. The end of more money. Don't throw money at content that you will not be able to get back. Make sure that if you are throwing money into content marketing, you have a strong business case. This is important because the Nigerian audience can chew you and spit you out. Yes, I'm sorry I'm painting them like some sort of monster, but we'll see why.
So moving into the next segment, I would outline steps that should be in your content marketing strategy and your content marketing checklists as regards the Nigerian audience. Stay tuned. Now, we're back and this is segment three. So we talked about uh, what content marketing was, what it could do for you, and the things you should understand before you start content marketing in Nigeria. Now, heading into this strategy, we'll be outlining steps in you should consider when making your content marketing strategy and when you're creating a checklist. And we will also be dropping some hints we have learned about the Nigerian audience. So let's start. Um, first thing or this existing content. So this is just big English for consume content and understand what is happening in the content marketing space in Nigeria. See, you've established your content marketing goals, you've identified your business goals. So now it's time for you to sit down and look. You know, before you jump, you look. What kind of content is in the market now? You know, you look at your competitors. The first time you're looking at your competitors and what they were doing, now you are looking at the content they are making. Now, content in your industry, content in industries that are just beside your industry. Look at them and understand what they are talking about, what areas they tend to go to, what's their style, how they deliver it, what's the length of the content, all of that. The auditing will make you like a scholar of content. So when you're making your content, there are two things that would happen when you've audited and you've listened to all the content. One is that you have a lot of confidence when you're making your content. You get a feel for the style. You get a feel for the language everybody's reading. If you're making videos, you get a feel for the you know visual cues that they would be expecting that makes them stay. So auditing helps you, you know, be more confident in your content. And two, auditing the content will give you content ideas. As you watch, you're already understanding what you want to make, what you should make. If you were to make particular content a brand would do, what would be your style on it? So it's really a learning process. And as they say in our village, you have to eat first before you carry your boots. By auditing existing content, you are feeding your mind. In no time, this feeding will bear fruit while you are creating your content. you see that happen. Auditing the content marketed to Nigerians is not really hard. We are mostly found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. There's a lot of us and the Nigerian audience is very, very um, fluid with the way they love gossip because that's one thing that I mean, we can all agree on the Nigerian audience that these guys, they like to hear news. So um, whenever there's something new, it quickly spreads and it becomes a trend and you can find scraps of this trend even long after they are gone. The Nigerian audience never forgets. That's one thing you should also understand. <laughs> So moving on to a um, second thing that you know should guide you to now segment the audience We speak about a Nigerian audience as if it's one organism. It's one organism, but yes, it has different parts One of my favorite ways to segment the audience is that I always start with um, young and old This is just an example of segmentation because there is a way the elderly Nigerians react to a specific kind of content And there is a way the young people react to the same kind of content so you need to segment your audience according to you know several demographics and several quantities this will help you create like content and target it to specific people because it is much harder to create content to apply to everybody than it is to create content for a specific segment 
So if you are creating content for young people, you know that you are using young speak and then you don't have to waste your ad spend showing it to other demographics. You can just go to where they are. There are a lot of young people on Twitter, so you can go there, hold a Twitter marketing campaign, you know, throw a lot of money there. Why? Because you have segmented something. By focusing on only Twitter, you have, you know, cut a lot of costs. So determine that audience. Segmentation is critical. That's, you know, the longer shot of it. Another thing we should understand is your audience and your buyers are not the same. Um, our audience, uh, the Nigerian audience is always at, you know, different stages of the marketing cycle. If you haven't heard of the marketing cycle, I'll tell you about it now. Either the either cycle, that's A for attention, I for interest, D for desire, A for action. You should look it up when you can because it will really, really help you. It's, um, it's an idea that permeates every aspect of marketing. So yes, your audience and your buyers are not the same. Now, um, your buyers are people that want to take action and buy this product. Now, somebody that is looking for granite now, the way you talk to him about granite is very different from somebody who is just learning what granite is. Buyers are usually at the action aspect of the cycle, where your audience could range from that, uh, from the action side up to the attention side. Understand that you are making for different people. Make the content that you know fits this segment. On to the third one, plan a content generation schedule. Now, this is where content calendars come in. This is where you now, you know, create your content checklist and you now set reminders to say, okay, so this is when I should create content, this is when I should create that content, this, this, and that, that. Now, planning a content generation schedule is very important because one, it guides you on what content you need to create at specific times. Because there are some days you may wake up and you'll not be able to create content. When you plan your content calendar, you don't wake up in the morning and have nothing to post. You wake up every morning and you look at that calendar and all of your research and topics that you've chosen that day, you can do them. You can even do them before and have content to post on that day. Basically, calendar helps you to maximize your time. Number four. So now, this has to do with a lot of content creation. One of the things you should consider when making your strategy again is that um, your content doesn't always have to be perfect at first. I know, like, you want to shoot me now, but I'll tell you why. It's because for the Nigerian audience, it is consistency over perfection. The Nigerian audience doesn't always care about quality. If the video can be seen, if the audio can be heard, and the message is tight, you will get their attention, and they will enter into your marketing funnel. So make sure you are consistent, make sure that you are always there, make sure that you are publishing content at a timetable that they are used to. Um, on to five, plan your content distribution. Now, for the Nigerian audience, one of the things I have, I have come to understand is unless a member or a person in that audience is at the action stage of the marketing funnel, they may not click an ad when they see it. That's one thing that we witnessed. On some days, you might meet someone that either desperately needs your service or someone who doesn't even have the range to want to want to want your service. You could run into that. This is where content distribution comes in. The Nigerian audience has a lot of you know extremes. So when you are planning your content distribution to Nigerian audiences, you have to take this into account. You have to know where you are putting the content, know where they go to. If you are marketing to Nigerian audiences, know where these segments exactly, segments of your audience are. 
We've talked about young people being on Twitter. We've talked about, um, and I'll say that most, almost every Nigerian is on Instagram. If you're looking for tech bros, of course, it's Twitter. If you're looking for the elderly Nigerians, it's on Facebook. If you're looking for corporate Nigerians, they're on LinkedIn. So distribute your content where the people that need this content are. Content distribution can make or break your content strategy. Like imagine making all of this content and you put it in a place where nobody is watching it. That's wasted time. So content distribution is something you should look at deeply, deeply and you know, really study. Think of ways to put your content, think of ways to distribute it to the Nigerian audience. Think of how you are even distributing it, how you are going to approach them. Another thing in Nigerian audience is worry of scammers. One of the um, scammer traits they have learned is urgency. So you might want to check that while you're approaching them with your content. And finally, um, one thing you should also do when you're running your content strategy, when you're doing your content marketing is to track your content performance. As it stands now, we have marketing insights in our social media ads and you can use Google Analytics to track how well your content is doing. By tracking content that the Nigerian audience is reacting to, you, be, you start understanding them better. You now even know how they behave when there's content. You see their sharing patterns. You learn a lot of things about you know, their, their things with content. And when you are tracking content metrics, one of the things you need to know is the Nigerian audience behavior, you need to know their behavior, how they interact, what they say. Do they comment more than they like? Do they like more than they comment? All of this is key. What makes them what makes them form a long line at um, behind your content? You need to track some of that. You need to understand revenue generated so you know the kind of content that brings in money. And then you can do more of that and get more money. It's just basic science. And then we've talked about engagement. So yes, understand how they engage, when they engage so that you can probably, you know, start posting your content then, or maybe you might need to take your content up a notch. Maybe um, if you discover that a lot of people are not watching your videos, maybe you could not start directing them to podcasts. If you see that people are responding more on your WhatsApp channels than they are your email marketing channels, you may not want to strengthen your WhatsApp reach, create some sort of structure to make WhatsApp a business house, you know? so. All of these can be, all of these can be um, added. All of these can be done when you have tracked your content performance. And um, one more thing I want to add is repurposing content. Yeah, repurposed content is very, very, very popular with Nigerian audiences. We have seen how people have used skits and repurposed them into, you know, repurpose them to express certain ideas. And one thing tracking your content also helps you do is that it helps you know which content to repurpose. Say you make a long video on YouTube and it's gaining a lot of ground, or you see that that video, while it is good, not a lot of people finished it. You could make that video shorter and take it to another platform and see how it fares. Like how people direct their TikTok posts back to YouTube. We've all fallen for that where you see a very wonderful TikTok video and at the end you see full video on YouTube and you go to the YouTube channel. Now, this business has gotten twice the traffic that it normally gets from you if they did not repurpose their content. So content repurposing is something strong and it is made easier by analyzing and tracking your content. So with this now, um, we've come to the end of the segment three, and I'd just like to you know, list everything I have said. So number one, talked about auditing existing content, understand it, and you're able to create your content. Um, we've talked about you know 
segmenting your audience because it's critical you don't want to take something and just market it to everybody it doesn't really really make sense it could be a waste of your time um, plan your content generation schedule to keep you focused um, create your content in a specific place and put consistency over perfection because everybody's with everybody will prefer you to be consistent and for you to be perfect um, plan your content distribution because what Nigerians like, they like it. What they don't like it, they don't like it. So you better take your thing to a place where somebody likes it. Um, track your performance across relevant metrics so that you know you know what to do next time. You know how to you know sharpen your content. And my final tip was to repurpose your content because Nigerians do very well with repurpose content. They will even repurpose your content by themselves if they like it. Now we've come to the end of the guide to content marketing, and I hope you take these um, tips to heart. They will really guide you on marketing to your Nigerian audience. Trust me, they can be conquered. We've seen brands like Abeg, we've seen Kuda Bank, we've seen Piggy Vest capture the hearts of the Nigerians. We've seen how they've used, they've, they understand their audience and they have used relatable stories to reach their audience hearts. Recently, Piggy Vest did an ad where um, somebody's girlfriend had where um, the main character's girlfriend had millions in her savings. I mean, that's because they understood that this was a thing that was happening because it was talked about on Twitter and there were a lot of stories there. So obviously, they must have been looking and then somebody was like, let's make this a cartoon because after all, we do that kind of thing. So by looking at that, to create that kind of content, they considered all of these and if you consider this, you, you might even create content that is far better than what they did. Thank you so much for coming for listening to the cast. Thank you for um, coming back. Next week, we'll be discussing another very wonderful topic. I really can't wait to have you there. And uh, trust me, I'll be there too, just with you. It could be only me, it could be Dalia and myself. But however, I know that Tristatics is here to get you to where you need to be. So I remain Shamagodos, your host, and I bid you goodbye. Have a lovely day.